Welcome to another ministry podcast. There are a lot of podcasts about ministry, and this is another one. Hey, I'm Steve, and this is my podcast reflecting on ministry in a few different contexts and my experience there. Please know that I'm not pushing any specific political agenda or official doctrine of the church. I have my convictions about those things, and they may pop up in the course of the episode, but I'm not trying to be adversarial in any way. I just like to talk about ministry stuff. Hey, yeah, so welcome to another ministry podcast. Um, this week, or not this week, this this episode, because it's been several weeks like normal <laughs> between episodes, uh, I wanted to talk about my call to ministry. And uh, I had started an Instagram account for this podcast at Another Men Cast on Instagram and put out a story. And uh, one person responded as to uh, you know what the next episode should be about, and uh, it was my friend Jeremy Jenkins, um, who uh, has an amazing podcast, which is light years ahead of mine, um, and uh, and, and I, uh, he has excellent guests, including like some really well-known Christian authors and theologians, and um, man, I just envy you. Uh, so, and and like not in like a arrogant bad way but like in, in a good way man you're doing great keep it up um but uh, if you want to check out his podcast which i would highly recommend look up all things all people uh, great podcast um i'm listening to uh started listening to the one this morning from him uh with uh, sam chan i believe it was and the title of the podcast is how to share jesus without being that guy and y'all and and i think you know if you're a believer um i think you'll know what i'm talking about because we all want to share jesus but we don't want to be that guy. You know, we don't want to be the one they uh, dread seeing coming. So, anyways, on my Instagram story, I had put uh, a couple of options for podcast episode topic. One of them being um, my call to ministry story. Um, it's uh, unique to me. Uh, I guess everybody's call, is, call to ministry is unique. Um, but, you know, mine's, uh, I don't know, I don't want to say mine's more unique. It's unique to me. Anyways, uh, so uh, Jeremy voted on that one, uh, and he was the only one to vote it. Thanks, Jeremy. I appreciate you, man. And uh, so here it is. It's probably going to be pretty short. Um, I'm going to try to keep it short uh, just because I don't have a huge amount of time to record, uh, but I wanted to get this, wanted to get it out and get it done. Uh, maybe I'll dive into it on, a, on a, another day and, and maybe expand on some areas. But uh, basically, I'm... Um, uh, if you've heard my testimony back in, I think it's like episode one I did, uh, my basic testimony is I you know, was saved when I was uh, seven years old and uh, grew up in church and went off to college and kind of walked away from the Lord a little bit. Not, not, you know, not totally, but, but definitely was not consistent in my faith. Um, got married and my wife and I attended church and uh, there was this uh, cute young couple uh, who actually turned out to be older than us, but just because they were cute and small, uh, they they looked older, they looked younger than us. So, anyways, uh, who were the, who came to to be over the youth ministry at the church, and um, we thought that was cool. You know, we were I was actually teaching uh, like a high school Sunday school class, so I was kind of part of the youth ministry, but it was it was kind of a separate thing from like the main youth ministry, I guess. Anyways. Um, we got involved with the youth ministry as uh, small group leaders, as youth ministry volunteers. 
the first, my first big foray into uh, into youth ministry. Um, what what is like now youth ministry? You know, I was in youth ministry growing up, but it was nothing like. You know, we were a small church, and it was just volunteers, and nobody really knew how to disciple a group of teenagers in the '90s. It, in my church, people did, just not in my context, and that's okay. It, it's not, but they just didn't know. Um, they they still really love Jesus, and they loved us, and they they tried their best to introduce us to Him and help us to follow Him, and you know, we had varying degrees of success. So. Um, Anyways, we got involved as small group leaders with the youth ministry. My first like real experience with modern youth ministry was in 2005, four, 2004, I can't remember. Uh, they needed someone to, to drive a church van to uh, summer camp at Fort Caswell. And um, so I, I volunteered and uh, it was amazing. Um, I loved it. I fell in love with it. And I'm still in love with it uh, for 15 years later, almost 16 years later, I guess. Um, and so that was kind of my, my initial start into ministry. Um, but it wasn't my call to ministry, right? Like, uh, I, I, you know, it was just kind of a, oh, this is, this is kind of cool, you know. I'll, I'll do this on a volunteer basis, and it was cool. Um, then, like I said, my wife and I got involved in... Uh, the small group ministry there uh, we were small group leaders and I was still teaching the the uh, high school Sunday school class which was cool I enjoyed that I enjoyed teaching um, and then uh, we got involved in uh, a youth praise and worship band where not where we not only played for them on uh, like Wednesday nights but we uh, it, so several of them ended up wanting to formed their own worship band so we kind of did some teaching and coaching and uh, several of them are still uh, doing some praise and worship today and that's amazing that's no testament to us it's a testament to, to Jesus and, and who they are and uh, their parents who encouraged them to to keep on doing that and so it was just great um, well then in uh, 2009 uh, the our youth minister who at that time was and was and, and still is uh, one of my best friends got uh, a, a further call to his ministry which he uh, which he had been desiring for a long time um, he got to to go into a full-time youth ministry position with a larger church in our area and uh, man I was not I was not sad for him I was I was sad for me you know I was I was really really happy for him because uh, I knew that's what he wanted I knew that's what he had been desiring for a long time uh, but I was sad for me because you know it was just sad going through changes. And I remember uh, I was a I was a ordained deacon by that time. Um, you know, smaller church, just wasn't a huge amount of <laughs> of guys to choose from as people aged out of deaconhood, I guess. Um, and I remember telling the deacons uh, on on one of our meetings after Chad had uh, had had you know submitted his resignation. Well, you know, I'll be glad to to fill in until we find somebody. And that was in 2009, and uh, here in 2021, uh, I'm still uh, still involved. Um, it was during that time of my, I guess, interim status that I really felt God calling me to be a a minister, specifically a youth minister. And I thought um, at the time, and, and and up until 
well, I'll get to that in a minute. I won't get ahead of, ahead of myself. Um, but he called me to be a youth minister, and I did that, uh, and 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 really started uh, falling in love with it, and and really wrestling with uh, is you know what am I supposed to do? Is this something that's bigger than than just this specific time? And um, uh, my pastor at the time, uh, Stephen Matheny, uh, who great influence on my life uh, still consider him to be a great mentor to me today um, he he kind of said hey I, I feel like you may be being called into into ministry to be ordained as a minister uh, that this is not just something that you know is a voluntary basis for you it's something that, that needs to be more formally recognized I guess you might say and I said I don't I don't I don't really think so well course he was right and sometimes we we have to help others see the things in them that we're seeing in them and, and he that's one thing that he taught me uh, and in 2011 I became ordained as a minister and that was hard uh, just because you had to like answer questions and kind of prove that you were you know uh, ready for this and uh, luckily you know it weren't they weren't too bad and, and my ordination council was pretty you know, it was made up of guys that I that I knew and had known for a long time. They loved me and loved me, uh, but it was still tough. So that was in 2011, and and I stayed at New Bethel uh, through 2017, and uh, not for really any big reasons other than just I, I felt a calling to. Uh, move on, look around, you know, uh, see what else God might have for me. Um, in 2017, I moved to my current church and uh, really miss the people at New Bethel. Um, I really uh, miss being there a lot of times, and, and, and I'll see them out and about, and, and, you know, we'll talk about things that happened back in the day, and it's just good. Um, there's still it's a great little church, and, and I, I, lots of times I, I kind of wish I was still back there. Um, just because there was such a sweet spirit there. But um, so now, flash forward to 2021. Um, I'm starting a new venture uh, this this month. Actually, at the end of the month, uh, uh, I'm starting a Bible study, uh, independent of my church. Uh, there are going to be four other families uh, joining us for a, a Bible study, um, and if if the Lord continues to lead in the direction that He's leading, uh, this Bible study will hopefully become a new church, and we'll just have to see how that goes. Uh, like I said, I'm I'm totally dependent on God because I am totally incapable of leading this uh, although I fully believe he's called me to um, and I'll kind of get into that backstory uh, in just a minute but um, <clears throat> I fully believe he's calling me to I have talked with with our deacons at our church and have let them know of this calling and uh, talked to my pastor and let him know of this calling and um, I, I really fully believe this is something that God is calling me to do and leading me toward and man, I really hope it's him because if it ain't him, it's not gonna happen. <laughs> it's it's just not gonna pan out if it's left up to me. Um, and and I really I really feel like this is something that 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 is needed. Okay, um, 
back to how so how did I get into going from youth ministry to now you know thinking about praying about <clears throat> starting up a brand new church well kind of a long story there uh, in 2014 went to uh, Vermont in the summer uh, with uh, my pastor at the time and his family and then a couple uh, and then another church um, some great friends that I made on that trip and are still good friends with today uh, Dale DeBose um, uh, Samuel Jenkins uh, 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 their whole family the whole Jenkins family um, not uh, Joey Allen <clears throat> Joey Allen and, and just some great some great guys made uh, lots of great memories um, and and that 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 trip is a highlight of my of my life, and I look fondly back on that uh, often. Well, just before we went to that trip, I had a friend whose church was looking for a pastor. They knew I was ordained, and they said, uh, "Hey, why don't you send us a resume?" And I said, "Absolutely, no way, not a hundred years. I'm youth ministry till I die, uh, or they have to wheel me out of the the youth room, you know." to take me back to the home. I'm, I'm youth ministry forever. Uh, that's all I ever want to do. I don't want the hassle or the 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 complications of being like a pastor, pastor, like a real grown-up pastor. I just don't want it. It ain't me. Um, and that was where I left it. Well, coming back from Vermont, uh, I was driving a church van full of mostly college kids, college-age kids, high school kids. And on a 12-hour drive, uh, we broke it up into like two, two days. On on the second day, like the day we would come home, and when most of them were were sleeping, God was working on my heart, and 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 telling me and showing me over and over and over again over the course of that ride, I'm calling you to be a pastor, and and I wrestled with that for so long. Um, I I, I did put out a couple of resumes, and you know put some feelers out over the course of the next few years and nothing ever nothing ever panned out and I just thought well maybe maybe I misheard or misunderstood um sorry I had to pause there for a minute um where was I I was um oh yeah I thought after you know putting out a couple of resumes and nothing really uh transpiring I thought well uh, maybe I misheard God or, or I wasn't you know I had been I was tired after a long week of missions and uh, maybe I just was delirious and anyways I, I'm not actually called to ministry so or, or like pastoral ministry like you know senior pastor level type stuff um, well uh, in 2017 I, I uh, started at youth ministry at Concord uh, where I'm at now and uh, in 2018 uh, our local church association had a church planting uh, training slash conference thing, and uh, you know I had heard some about church planting, and I was you know just kind of curious about it, and, and ended up going because I mean it was free, and uh, God really ignited something in me at that church conference at at that church planting conference, and I don't I still don't fully understand it. Um, just, but the idea of planting something new or trying to revitalize or bring back something that is is dying um, really struck a chord with me, um, and and not 
and, and trust me, I've analyzed this. I've analyzed my desires for this a thousand different ways, and, and, and I'm my own worst critic, and I have at one point convinced myself that it's because I have some sort of a savior complex or some sort of a, you know, <laughs> a, a, a messiah complex, and I, I really don't believe that's it. I know I can, I can be that way. I, I have been that way in the past. Trying really hard to recognize when something like that happens, so I don't do that. Um, but uh, this is this is real. I believe it is, and, and I've wrestled with it since 2018. Um, I have you know some some friends that that I have that have been praying with me, praying for me all along the way. Uh, if any of you are hearing this, thank you so much. Uh, it's been that's huge. Um, I have had seasons of time um, for a few months where I uh, picked a day of the week and fasted and prayed um, and, and I really believe that that, that had helped me to, to kind of clarify this vision I knew God was calling me to plant or revitalize replant um, a church but I, I didn't have any kind of any any clarity I didn't have any sense of direction um, but finally, uh, after after two years of wrestling and and being consumed by this, this isn't just something I thought about on occasion. You know, every once in a while, when I, you know, just hit me out of the blue. No, this this almost consumed me. Um, and and there were a couple of times where uh, Mary would ask me point blank, "Can we just talk about something else?" And, and, and I realized that that was all I wanted to talk about. That was all I was thinking about. I devoured books, uh, several books on uh, church planting, and I, I've listened to you know dozens of hours of podcasts uh, on, on church planting and church revitalization and uh, church replanting. Uh, I've come to, to know people, not personally, but you know know of people like Mark Clifton, Tom Rainer. Um, several of those guys uh, who have been uh, really big in this conversation um, uh, in my heart and are, and are who, who are well known in this arena. Uh, so anyways, back in the fall, finally after quite some time, um, I really felt God giving me a green light to begin something, um, begin prepping towards something. I still didn't really know what, the, what it was and I still don't really know exactly what it's going to turn out to be. Um, but I, I started working that way, and, and I met with uh, our Baptist Association's uh, church planting um, director. I don't know if he's, I don't know if, that's, if he has a director title or whatever. Um, his name is Mike Pittman, the great guy. Uh, I mean, you can, he, I met with him via Zoom for, uh, it was scheduled to be like an hour, like you know, I had an hour time slot. We were at least an hour and a half, and, and it was just because he was gracious with his time, and uh, really was encouraging to me, and uh, and and I, you know, I went in and I had read all the books and I had a plan and I'm going to do this. And, and he said, you know, that that's that's great. Um, he said, but but can I encourage you just to start a Bible study uh, and 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 get some people together and, and just start start reading the Word together, start studying together and praying together, and then you know that that. Bible study eventually, ideally, will split into a few Bible studies, which will also split, and and you know kind of that exponential growth type of model, um, which 
you know, I'm, I'm, I've never been great at attracting numbers of people. Uh, that's not, that's not a strength of mine. Um, churches would, would never look at my track record and hire me if they want me to increase the numbers in attendance. Uh, I'm just not, I'm, I'm not good at it. Um, and I, you know, part of me feels like a failure saying that. I'm just not. Uh, but what I do love and what I feel like I am good at is taking those that do come and really growing deep roots. Uh, I'm, I'm really a little more concerned about that uh, than I am about how many people show up. And so anyways, um, I don't know where that came from, why that necessarily fits in this conversation, but uh, or this monologue, I guess. But um, anyways, I wanted to uh, just, uh, so, so I'm starting a Bible study. Uh, and and it's cra- it's it's <laughs> it's really crazy how when you kind of when you say yes to God or you um, commit to something that God's been calling you to do, how stuff just starts happening. Um, and and that was honestly one of my things. Like God, how am I? Who am I going to get to come to this Bible study? Nobody's going to want to come to, to, to just like a, a weird, you know an extra Bible study that's not affiliated specifically with the church, um, with a you know a, a specific congregation, and and but he has, and uh, we're we're starting off with five families. Um, I really wish that we weren't still in the middle of a pandemic and we could meet together. I could invite these folks into my home, and uh, and you know give them a laundry basket and tell them to start folding while we do Bible study? No, I wouldn't do that. I don't know that it might. Is that, is that, a, is that a ministry avenue? Um, I don't think it is. Anyways, um, I'm just kidding. Uh, I, I would love to invite these folks into my home. We just can't right now. Right? So, uh, so we're meeting via Zoom, and uh, it's going to be fun. Uh, it'll, be, it'll be fun. We're going to study the Word together. We are going to pray together. We're going to pray about uh, our community. Um, and we're going to there, there's a there's a specific community in our county where I have personally felt a calling toward um, and, uh, and and, and I, I believe this is where God is, is leading us to try to minister to specifically this specific community um, but we'll see we'll see what he does and that's kind of where I'm at right now um, uh, I believe that that there is a long long range long range vision for this but it'll have to be God making it happen, God working it out, and so far in this short journey of just a couple months, a few months, um, he has. Uh, there have been families that that I knew of, but were just kind of acquaintances with, um, that have 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 thrown in their hats and say, "Hey, we want we want to join, uh, we want to be part of this," and uh, so we'll just have to see where it goes. Um, so that's where I'm at right now. My call to ministry. Uh, went from volunteer to uh, reluctant interim to even more reluctant ordained minister to uh, uh, mediocre youth minister to now church planter. It's pretty crazy. Um, it sounds crazy for me. If you would have asked, uh, you know, 18 year old Steve hey what are you going to be doing in 20, 20, 22 years holy crap what are you going to be doing in 22 years 
this would not have been the answer that he would have given you. If you had asked even 30-year-old Steve, what are you going to be doing in 10 years? This would not have been the answer he would have given you. Um, but if you had asked 38-year-old Steve, this probably would not have been the answer. Um, so, but I love how how God is moving and working, and I'm looking forward to what He's going to do. Um, if you uh, are a believer, which I, I believe, given the nature of my podcast and and the the small audience size, I uh, believe most of you are. Um, if you have any questions about any of this, because I'm I'm aware that there are some folks that. Uh, this may raise some questions about, um, and, and I'm okay with that. Uh, uh, please reach out to me. I, I want to talk about it. Um, yes, I have I have told uh, my church leadership. They do know about it. We are still, we're not really shouting it from the rooftops, but it's not a secret. Um, just because nothing, it's nothing that requires any sort of big change structurally in my church right now. Um, I'm having a Bible study with some friends, and we'll see where it goes. And and if it gets more serious and it looks like it's going to turn into something more serious, then we'll then we'll start talking about it more, and then we'll figure out a, a transition plan, and 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 we'll figure out you know how that's going to work and what it's going to look like. But if you have questions about it right now, um, if you're a member of our church, uh, maybe there there are a few of you that listen to this, and you have questions about it, please let me know. I want to talk about it. I don't want this to be anything that's hidden or any kind of secret, you know, even though we're not, like, announcing it. It's not Facebook official yet, but, uh, you know, it's something I do I do want to talk about. I want to be open and honest about. And and even more than that, I want you to pray about it. I want you to pray for us. I want you to pray for it, for this uh, venture that, that God will do it because if he don't do it, it ain't going to get done. Uh, if it's left up to me, it's going to fall flat. And and I'm okay with that. Uh, I, I want this to be full of His strength and His glory, and none of mine. So uh, we appreciate it if you uh, would pray for us and pray for that God, like I said, would just would do what what needs to be done, and would just show us what to do. And we need to paint by numbers right now, uh, just because I, I can't. I can't, you know, paint the picture that, that he's asking me to paint without it. So, um, anyways, this has been uh, another ministry podcast episode on ministry calling. Uh, if you've enjoyed it, um, please, uh, if you listen on uh, Apple Podcasts or, or any other podcast that allows you to leave a review uh, or a rating for a, a podcast, we'd appreciate, I'd really appreciate it if you give us a, an honest review. I'm not asking for, you know, if you think it's a piece of hot garbage, um, you know, I'm not asking for a five star review, but you know, if if you if you enjoyed it, five stars would be appreciated. Uh, it just helps get the word out about the podcast and helps helps it uh, to be picked up by the algorithm and recommended to people more. Um, if you got questions or comments or have ideas for episodes or um, anything like that, uh, you can um, email me at uh, another another mencast at gmail dot com. Follow me on Twitter at another men cast uh, and then um, uh, send me a message on there I'd love 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 to hear from you I'd love to hear the feedback the feedback I've, I've, I've heard from folks uh, thanks mom I appreciate it I know you listen and, and I, your feedback is even just to say hey I listened is huge um, 
to know that I'm not just speaking out into the ether and and you know I mean I would still anyways because this is cathartic for me but um, I, I really appreciate the feedback and the and the, the kind words and um, thank you so anyways that's it for now um, until next episode which maybe next week maybe next month maybe two months I don't know we'll have to see uh, uh, again if you have any ideas or anything hit me up anothermencast at gmail.com or uh, on Instagram at anothermencast thanks I really appreciate it really enjoyed our time together and until next time love peace and chicken grease see ya <laughs>